Hey everybody out in podcast land, it's David coming at you with a brand new podcast. Well, today we're going to talk a little bit about the ghost of Christmas past. Sit back, grab a cup of coffee or tea, whatever you like. And like I always ask you, take a moment to pray as we take this break to go into the full podcast. Take a moment to talk to Jesus, prepare your heart, your mind, pray for me and what I'm doing. And let's work together through prayer. God bless. It was a long time ago, in a time far, far away. We are now in the year 2023. And if you could just imagine back to the Christmases before, maybe just a year ago, a couple years ago, maybe a decade ago. Well, let's go back a couple decades ago when you were a child, maybe a young person playing, waking up early to see the Christmas tree and the excitement of all the presents underneath. Your mom and dad might be sitting there sipping a cup of coffee in their pajamas The house is all dimly lit and the excitement of all the presents everyone's going to get. Then zoom out of that and let's go back even further. Let's go back farther and farther. Maybe a time you weren't even here. You might have seen pictures of it in the 1960s and all the big fat Christmas trees with the tinsel hanging. And let's go back even further. Let's keep on going back. Let's go back. Maybe the time of the Crusades when armies were marching across the land and they had no time to put up a tree they didn't even do that kind of stuff and they were just at war let's go back even further let's go back to the first Christmases let's go back all the way to the very beginning and let's read what the Bible has to say in one area Matthew chapter 2 We're going to read verses 16 through 18. It's in the English Standard Version. Then Herod, when he saw that he had been tricked by the wise men, he became furious, and he sent and killed all the male children in Bethlehem and in all that region, who were two years old and under, according to the time that he had assertion from the wise men. Then was fulfilled what was spoken by the prophet Jeremiah. A voice was heard in Ramah, weeping in loud lamentation, Rachel weeping for her children, and she refused to be comforted because they are no more. What a very, very sad picture of the first couple Christmases. This is within the second year of Jesus being born. The leadership of that time decided to do something. He decided to destroy anything that would be opposition to him, anything that would challenge his throne, anything that would take away who he thinks he is and what kind of power structure he has. We're talking about the world system. We're talking about the earth and its system. And here we have baby Jesus within his first two years. He's growing up. His parents are with him, and out of nowhere, in a hidden realm, 
without knowing as a baby, his life is in jeopardy. His mom, an innocent mom, a virtuous woman that knew no sin, and she was just a perfect amongst women. She was a fairest. God chose the fairest amongst women to be his mom. An innocent mom, all she's looking for is this baby in her arms to enjoy the baby, to have a good time with her new husband that she's espoused to, this new husband that she got that was a great man. This man, Joseph, was a just man. He gets not enough glory in the time that we talk. It's always about Mary. It's always about Jesus. But what about this stepfather? What about Joseph? This man loved his wife so much that he would not do what normal people do. He loved his child so much that even when the devil would tell him, this is not your child, this is not your child, you know who you are, you know what you've done, and this is not your child. He could have been just like many worldly parents that are step-parents. He could have been like many worldly fathers and neglected that child. He could have just walked away, turned his back. He could have punished. He had every bit of the law on his side anyways. Because who was going to question this man? Especially in the time when women didn't have the rights that they have nowadays. And children were not as important as they are nowadays. And here you see a picture of a family. It's almost like a modern day family with all of its trials, struggles, and the things that it has to go through. And you see a family just struggling to make it. It wasn't an easy time for this family. It wasn't easy like everybody else thinks it might have been, you know, having the, the, the baby of God in your hands. People think maybe, oh, they would be able to win the lotto all the time. Oh, they would just have things given to them all the time. Oh, life would be so easy. But that's not the case. Their life ensued and entailed many life-threatening journeys. Running for their lives many times. Hiding. No place for the baby to be born in the very first year. The very first moments of this baby's life. There was no place. Nobody gave any place for Jesus. There was no place. Everything was all filled up. For a holiday season. For rituals that were pointing to a God. And a past deeds. And they didn't understand that the God that they were doing every ritual for was in their midst. He was being born in a stable just a few feet away from them all. While they were having a good time preparing for the next day for the Passovers. For the different journeys that they were going to do. For the different holiday feast. Everybody was all excited about their family they maybe never saw for, for a long time until the previous year. And there was no room. Nobody said, here, I will give you my space and I will sleep in the stables. I will let this espoused mom, this this mom that's carrying a pregnant child, that's pregnant with, with lots of purpose and pregnant with lots of God inside of her stomach. No, that didn't happen. What are we talking about, Reverend? We're talking about the ghost of Christmas past. We're talking about the true ghost of Christmas past. And has anything changed in the year 2023? Has the same structure of the first Christmas still the same structure of the modern day Christmas? 
is this family just discounted? Our families discounted in our modern day. They don't care, especially ones that are carrying Jesus. They're not that important. They're just nobodies. Has Jesus even got room in your house? I know you say yes. I know you got nods heading, but I don't want you to do that. I want you to think and reflect in your heart today. I want you to really think about the areas that you are struggling with. And does Jesus have kingdom over that? Does Jesus have power over that? Does Jesus have a place there? Or do you just segregate certain areas of your heart and your mind and your life and you put it aside and you say, that's a struggle that needs to be overcome. I'm not going to deal with that. But God has all the rest of me. Do you know, my friend, that Jesus wants the whole heart or he doesn't want the heart? When Jesus came to be born and they said, nope, there's no room for you. He didn't cry. His mom didn't put up a fight. Stepdad Joseph didn't start to brawl. They walked quietly out into the stables. And one of the most beautiful things that the earth has ever had happen to it happened. In the quiet recesses of silent night. The silent night. The true silent night. The silent night that nobody knew. Only thing you could hear was the crackling of maybe the first baby sounds. The mom in pain. But pain was normal to these people hurt feet hurt back pain all through their body sadness and mixed with all kinds of joy the greatest joy that you can think of could you imagine being Mary and Joseph and carrying a baby like this knowing that you were spoken to by angels knowing that the promises of God were all around you but every day you woke up, you were traveling, you had people mocking you, you didn't have nobody that would give any space for you. They didn't want you in their building, they didn't want you around their house, they didn't want you. Just go in the stables with the animals, just go out there with the animals, because you're not worthy to be with us. The ghost of Christmas past, is that the same thing today? Are you too busy with your festivals and your feasting and your holidays and your gathering together with people that are celebrating something that you don't look over your shoulder and see out in the stable that there's a family and baby Jesus sitting there just waiting, anointed to do great things for God, anointed to do the work of God, but that's just a family. They're not important. It doesn't matter. We are important. We have festivals. We have we have gatherings. We have things to do. We cannot be bothered with a baby. And we cannot be bothered with a family. A broken family. We can't be bothered with that kind of stuff. We're too busy. We have things to accommodate for the next year. We have things to accommodate for this year. We have things that we have to fix for this holiday, this festival. Don't you know that we got to worship God? Well, God is in your midst waiting for you. He sits there. Are you so enamored with presents and memories that you don't spend time with Jesus?
The ghost of Christmas past is crying out to you today. The ghost of Christmas past is saying, please pick me up. Please give me a spot. Please give me a place in your heart. Please put me in your house. Please put me in your building. But if you don't, I won't fuss. I won't complain. You won't hear a peep from me. And in the morning, we'll saddle up and we'll be on our way. We'll head on out of town and we'll do what we're supposed to do. And the emptiness of that stable will be forever empty. No matter how many animals will be in that stable, that manger, no no matter how many sheep may be born in that manger, it'll never be like the sheep that just rode out of town the next morning. It'll never be the same. This place will never be the same once Jesus rides on out of here. When When baby Jesus leaves and up to the next year or so, it's never going to be the same. But the ghost of Christmas past, they have not changed. There will be a leader that will be chasing baby Jesus down. No, not to handle him the right way. No, not to do what he even says, that I want to worship him. He won't even worship him. His intention is to kill Jesus. It is a threat to his power. It is a threat to his base. It is a threat to everything that he represents And so he will try to kill Jesus. There will be people in your life every day that will try to kill Jesus. They will try to get him out of your mind. They will try to get him out of your heart. They will try to allure you with all kinds of devices to get you to do other things, to keep you occupied so you don't have no time to spend with this baby Jesus. But I have a message for this ghost of Christmas past. It didn't work then, and it won't work now. What worked back in those days for the good will still work for the good today. And what worked for the bad in those days will not come to pass in these days. What are we talking about? The ghost of Christmas past. And I hope you spend time with your family this year. The things that you maybe dismiss as not very important. I'm too busy. I have other things. I'm an adult now. I have adult business. I have things I have to tend to. Those trivial matters are not important to me. Why doesn't Jesus come and find me? Why doesn't Jesus' family come and find me? But why haven't you spent time looking for Jesus? Why haven't you spent time making a spot for him in your home? Why haven't you made room for Jesus? Instead, you want him to stay in a stable. In your heart, you think that's where sacrifices need to be anyways. He's just going to die as a sacrifice, so who cares? Just put him in the stable, just like the other animals. And when it's time to kill that animal for my sins, I'll just pull that animal out and slaughter it, and I'll be on my way for another year. But when this stable was empty, it was never the same again. And I submit to you that after this Christmas day is over, we're getting closer and closer to it, If you have done the same thing, there will be an emptiness. Once that baby Jesus moves on out of there and the family leaves, there will be an emptiness. And with that, Merry Christmas and God bless.
Hey, thanks for listening to this special podcast today. I'm trying to lead up to Christmas to get your heart prepared for Jesus. I hope this year it's more than just presents. It's more than just traditions. It's more than just even spending time in a building with other people. Don't make the same mistake that the people made that own the inn, the festivals, the new moons and holidays. Remember the family that got together and gave birth to Jesus. And spend time looking for baby Jesus. Look for Jesus to place him in your heart, a spot. Make room for him in your heart today. Make room for him in your family and spend time with Jesus. I've been telling people wherever I go when we're talking, it's not about presents, it's not about that. It's Christmas. It's always Christ before the Mass. It's always Christ before the party. It's always Christ first. Put Christ first and see what happens this year. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas this year, 2023, from my family, the Randolph family, to you. We love you and we've spent this whole year ministering. We've ministered through some of the hardest times, some good times, through the laughs and the tears. But we have ministered and ministered and ministered to you to make sure Jesus has a spot in your heart. And I want to close this year out before we get to the new year, preparing you for this Christmas to find a place for Jesus. Spend time with Jesus and let him have a spot there. Because when the morning comes, if you've left him in the stable, that stable is going to be empty. And there's going to be a change in that stable that will never be the same. No, nothing in that stable will ever replace what just walked out. Merry Christmas and God bless from the Sanctified Life Ministry.